Hey, what's going on, y'all? Back with another one, man. Hey, doing it big out here. I'm almost getting closer to 100, man. I might got to take another vacation. That's why I'm trying to slow it down a little bit. That's why I took a little uh, mini vacation on um, on doing the podcast because I want to hit 100 in season two and uh, figure out when I'm going to come back with the third one. Third one should be really good, though. My interviews, everything. So I release some more of the uh, the other good podcasts. Got a lot, a lot of them in the uh, in the background that I haven't released, and I'm trying to wait all for season three. Like basically everybody that's working with me now, that's all for the next one. So it's just like kind of kind of get this over with, come in hitting on the next one, man. So anybody that's out here uh, hating, copying, uh, stealing material whatever you're doing i just want to say i appreciate you man because without your hate i wouldn't be how great i am today <laughs> all right so i gave you your appreciation so let me say my appreciation to my other listeners look i don't care when you're listening to me if it's in the daytime the nighttime the evening time i, I don't know man when you're eating some uh some, some good old ribs and macaroni and cheese for all i care man as long as you're just getting a little bit of enjoyment out of me, I enjoy you guys listening and uh, giving me some love. So I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Even my haters, man, I love you, okay? Keep hating. I need your fire to keep me going, okay? Because without your hate, it's like a it's like a gasoline car. If you don't put the you don't put the gas in it, it's not gonna move. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't hate on me, I'm not gonna keep crushing you and everything you want to do in life. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a little bold. I know some of my fans were like, woo, we kind of went hard on that. But next season, I'll tell you why. <laughs> so I got some fans and some people that want to have a conversation about that stuff. But I just want to let the people know that is that are out here hating and doing their thing that uh, I see you, man. And uh, I appreciate you, okay? Uh, but anyway, back to it, man. So, man, it's been a long Man, I'm gonna say two weeks, man. It seems like everything been going on, man. I can touch the bases on a lot of stuff. It's almost like my podcast is becoming like a news network, man. There be so much other stuff I want to talk about, yeah. But it, like every day, it's something, <laughs> right? So it's like if I want to be relevant, I gotta come come with y'all with the new stuff. What's, what's going on, right? Cause, man, like talk about some stuff from the past and stuff like that is cool. But with all the stuff that's going on now, it's like, yo, how dare you not talk about the stuff that's going on now and think you're going to stay relevant, right? So, I like to be relevant. So, um, okay, for example, uh, like I talked about in my, my season before, all these mass shootings, it's almost like, it's literally like almost every, every day, it's a mass shooting. Hey, you gotta, you guys got to remember that, uh, that mass shooting thing defined by uh, governmental terms is a shooting that that involves. I think it's uh, uh don't don't quote me on this. Is either two, I think it's three, three people, three or more people in the same uh like shooting situation that 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 uh classifies it as a mass shooting. I want to say two, but I'm going I'm going to say three. It's three. So pretty much, if you really think about it. A lot of times, there's mass shootings almost every day. We talk about these hoods. You talk about some of these places, Atlanta, Detroit, Chicago, D.C., California. You know, like, 
it's probably a mass shooting every Dave County, Miami, right? Right. There's probably a mass shooting probably every day. But see, in our heads, we got so used to, um, for my fans, I'm not saying this in no type of racial way, but everybody going to know what I'm talking about. You kind of got used to when you heard mass shooting, it was like some white guy walked in a movie theater and shot the movie theater up. You know, some Navy, Navy Yard guy walking around the building shooting people because he's mad about his paycheck or something. Like, that type of stuff is what we're grown to become accustomed to over the years. How sad that is. That is what people have become uh, used to. And it's so it's so bad that, you know, we are, coming, we are becoming so desensitized to stuff that that's the normal. You get what I'm saying? So now when people could get shot, uh, two people at a Ross or something, it it's not alarming to us because it was only two people. But if somebody shot up the whole store, then it's like, okay, mass shooting. You get, you get what I'm saying? But uh, today, really, I have really no intentions of talking about that. Um, it was just I had to get that off my chest because it was like, it is a lot of stuff going on. Um. Uh, horrible car crashes because everybody's running from the police. Um, drugs are coming into the country phenomenally in huge numbers. Um, there have been like major drug busts almost every day for the last week. <laughs> Nobody's really talking about it. Um, this coronavirus stuff. Uh, are we good? Starting to be good. There's this new variant, as they say, is supposed to be the, the end of all. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so that's what I mean by a lot going on. But today, I want to hone it in on something that I don't really like talking about. I don't like talking about sports like that because that's not really my lane, as I always say. But it is my lane when things become political or controversial or debatable, things like that. So today, you guys, I want to talk about the new coach from UNC, University of North Carolina, for you guys that don't know what that is. Okay? The big story headlines for this is that UNC finally has an African-American coach. Now, for all my people that's always talking about there's no racism, there's none of that, everybody can achieve, all that. Why do we got to keep hearing in 2020, 2021, probably 2022, all the way up to 2030, that it's going to have to be a black something, the first of something of a whole entire race to ever do something? You get what I'm saying? If it's none of this uh, racism, none of these blocking people out of positions, none of that stuff going on, then how are you still having first in in this... um, and this lifestyle that we live in now. So let me get into this, right? It's two it's two type of controversies that's going on with this guy. <laughs> One is it's like I'm disappointed at him for his statements. And then I'm proud of him for what he has accomplished. So it's kind of like, uh, now your statement is kind of messing up everything you have done. So check this out. There's an article... North Carolina article, I guess it's a newspaper or news, uh, probably blog type thing. You know, they don't really do the papers like that anymore. Well, maybe, well, maybe they do. 
uh, the news and the observer, right? And let's go straight into the article. All right, I'm, I'm going to read this uh, part here that would tell you how this how everything goes for this guy. All right. So his name is uh, Charles Scott. Okay. So here we go. The first black scholarship player to integrate to the University of North Carolina men's basketball team recalled a New York Times reporter telling the story that stunned, that summed up the impossible position he has uh, he has in UM, UNC. I'm sorry, I keep wanting to say my school, UMUC, but uh, keep mixing that up. <laughs> the reporter walked into a barbershop where one white uh, patron um, spoke glowingly of Scott and upheld him as a basketball god one week when the Tar Heels beat Davidson. The next week after losing to Purdue in the 1969 Final Four, the same white person says this. It just shows in words, fold under pressure. <laughs> wow, right? So, <laughs> I had to break that up because this guy has been through a lot. I think he's lost some of his parents. He's uh, been through. He's been through a lot of things, and but he's a really, really good coach. A lot of things. Um, <sighs> the problem with this, though, with him being a very good coach and finally getting this uh, position or whatnot, right? Is the fact that they gave this guy a microphone. And he started talking about, you know, finally being the uh, African-American coach, being very excited, everything like that, right? And out of nowhere, he decides to tell the world that he's proud, that his wife is white, <laughs> and he has biracial kids. It did not fit into the whole thing that he was talking about. It kind of took everybody for a loop. So... There's been a lot of statements about this guy's statement that he made, man. Um, people saying things like just because somebody has a uh, black skin doesn't mean they're your brother. Um, what the hell does him having a white wife have to do with anything? And he's so proud. <laughs> if his wife was black, would he not be saying that he was proud of her? <laughs> I mean, I heard everything that you could possibly hear about this one statement that this guy made and I, I, I just think it's wild that he even said what he said because nobody knows why he said it It was. it's almost like he's saying uh, subliminally uh, he wouldn't have a position that he has if his wife wasn't white you, know, you get what I'm saying like I don't know if he was just trying to give us some code like Hey, you guys, they wouldn't have gave me this position if I have, you know, my white wife. If my wife would have been black, I probably wouldn't be your head coach right now. And that just that just shows, like, it got to be a major racial divide where you need somebody of the other culture to have, to basically get, get you a pass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think that is wild, man. So we're in 2020, and that's what it takes. 2021, whatever this year is. Um, I couldn't believe it, man. When I was hearing all the statements, I was just like, wow, people are really chewing into him. So, I have to ask you guys, right? 
He made a uh, statement. Do you forgive him for making that statement? Or is that going to be like a check mark on his whole career? Like nobody trusts this guy. Nobody liked this guy. Nobody watched the games or nothing because this is what he represents. Or can he be forgiven just like we always do? Like a couple of weeks, months or whatever, when they start playing back ball and um, North Carolina's doing good. Are we going to forget about this? Because, you know, America is pretty pretty forget, you know, forgetful for when that stuff. And black America is pretty forgiving when it comes to these type of things, right? I just want to know how long it's going to take for him to uh, get this statement off his resume. And what do you guys think about this statement that he made? How deep is that for you, uh, my sisters and everybody? How, how do y'all feel about this guy basically saying that he did <laughs> say what he said? I mean, I don't get why he said it. It was out of context. Nobody asked this guy. <laughs> Nobody asked him nothing about his wife. He, everything that he said was straight out of his mouth. There was no point where somebody said, so uh, tell us about your wife. Nothing. He was talking. He was talking about his accomplishments. And <laughs> all of a sudden, he talked about his wife, and he just said how proud he was because of her race. Not because she made him breakfast this morning, not because uh, she'd been holding him down or nothing. It was just because of her race. He's proud. So I don't know what you call that, <laughs> but I'm going to love to hear what you guys got to say about that. So, short and sweet. I ain't going to drag it on too much longer, y'all. But, um, hey, hey, uh, whew, sorry. Um, nah, I, I don't want to give it that out yet. I'm, I'm holding on to something, y'all. I want to give it out, but I'm kind of like, eh, not time yet. It's not yet. Not yet. All right. So, uh,. For all my news people that's listening to this, uh, hit me up on 1,000 Questions with the Z on uh, Instagram. And that's 1,000 Questions ending with a Z, not an S, for anybody gets confused by that. I'm still laughing at the fact that I had I had to read that DM. <laughs> and uh, email me, A-B-M-O-R-E, the number's 23 at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to hear from y'all, man. So, uh and nah, I, I'm gonna keep it in the bag. Right? I'm gonna hold it. <laughs> I want to tell y'all so bad. Oh man, but hey, look, stay great, stay blessed, man. And look, uh, my haters, man, I love y'all, man. All right, so um, keep doing what you do. And my fans and everybody that's uh, giving me love, man, love y'all too, man. So stay positive out here. I know this world is crazy right now. Everybody's going through some stuff. Man, everybody going through some stuff. <laughs> uh, so many stories, so many things come past me. But I'm like a vault. Like some of the stuff that gets told to me is not coming out no matter what. But um, man, um, I don't know what to say, man. I guess I, I keep telling everybody calm down, and I don't know. But I don't know. It might be something in the air, man. Because people are losing it, man. So anyway, all right, y'all. Talk to you later, okay?